Welcome to the Enlighten Up podcast. I'm Lisa Watson and we'll be joined by my co-hosts Nicole Frolick and Brian Koenigberg. The Enlighten Up podcast is a weekly show that provides an unconventional and refreshing spin on spirituality, where three friends and weekly guests share informative, fun, and usually off-the-wall conversations. Unlike others, we provide fringe and skeptical viewpoints on all topics, because our experience has taught us that the echo chamber is a boring place from which to learn. So regardless of where you are in your spiritual journey, we can promise you, you're going to find a place to fit in here. So we invite you to grab a drink and listen in on our casual, entertaining, and hopefully enlightening conversation. And Enlighten Up is a self-funded podcast. So if you would like to help us to continue to be able to produce, enhance, and expand the show for our audience, then please send your support using the link in the show notes or go to our website, lightenup.us, and check out our merchandise shop where you can purchase merchandise that will allow you to express some spiritual humor. You may also show your support by leaving us a review on iTunes and following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thank you all so much for listening and supporting us. And now let's jump right into the episode. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Enlighten Up podcast. I hope you're all doing well this week. Lisa, how are you doing? Great. (laughs) Brian, are you ascending yet? Meow. (laughs) We had a great long weekend, didn't we? The Labor Day weekend. We really did. We had a we had a party at my parents' house and it was fun. And Nicole, you missed you missed it because we went out after and to karaoke and Brian, oh my gosh, he crushed it. Paul Revere, I believe, is the name of the song. Yeah, Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys, Paul Revere. Yeah, who'd have guessed? Brian what? crushed it. It was quite. Oh my god! Do we need to, do we need to just get a small, quick rendition right no. now? Just a line or two. Come on! It was what? so just a line or two. Can't your audience? The audience wants to hear. Can't. Come on! We'll throw we'll throw you in a music clip behind you. Go on! Oh, it's not pressure. One lonely beastie I be all by myself without nobody riding across the land, kicking up sand. Sheriff posse's on my tail because I'm in demand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good not job, Brian. He, he was drinking. <laughs> I know. I got the text at twelve thirty in the morning. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I couldn't join you because I had a lot of work to do this weekend. Well, it's just the three of us today, and that's pretty exciting. No guest. Yeah. No guess, but to all of our Enlighten Up listeners, stay tuned for, because Lisa and I are going to be giving you guys a little gift at the end, a little something, something for all of our listeners. So stay tuned for that. But um, yeah, I I wasn't able to go to karaoke with um, Mr. Beastie Boy Brian over there because I had to get ready for my launch of Alchemy, which launched today, which... It's Tuesday. <laughs> to all of our listeners who are listening to this on Thursday, uh, it just launched on September third, and I'm just really excited about that. You know, we had yeah, we had Mary Ducina on the show just um, what was it, an episode or two ago? Yeah, and before you know, she did um, um, a little quick energy read on Brian and a little intuitive read on you. And uh, what our listeners don't know is that she did one on me, but before we even started recording, like you guys hadn't even jumped on the call yet. It was just Mary and I. And one of the things that had come through that she said to me was that 
um, she's like, okay, you're going to be like sometime, um, you know, very soon, uh, you're going to be feeling like you're just doing the work you absolutely have been meant to do and you love and you will feel like you're finally doing it all. And I feel like this alchemy program is initiating that, or it's like kind of a spark to what that is, because I'm finally going to be able to work in a community setting with people and talk about all the stuff that we love to talk about on the show, which is so fun. So tell us, tell us about it. I know you launched your, it's on your website. You have a Facebook group. What, what are you offering? Yeah, we have a, we have a private, we have a private Facebook group for the alchemy group, but um, for all our listeners, we'll leave the, the, all the links in the show notes below. If you want, Um, I've got a promo video for you that really kind of goes into detail of like why, um, I'm doing this and, um, a description and all that for you, if you're interested in signing up, but the alchemy program is about how are we go through such a huge self transformational process. And the way I kind of see, you know, the alchemist was a very important book in my early journeys. You know, I read that book and I loved it. And this idea of turning lead into gold is essentially what we're doing with our ego and our higher self. And the ego is kind of like the lead and the higher self is like the gold. And even though we don't get rid of our ego because the ego is still a great teacher, it's about transforming and transmuting the relationship that we have between the ego and the higher self. And when we go through the self-transformational process and we start to become really aware, because as um, Osho said, awareness is the greatest alchemy there is. So once you are aware of something, you can't help but change. And you can't change what you're not aware of. And so bringing in the awareness is so important to having any kind of growth um, in any in anything, whether it's a personal level, a business level. Um, and so this idea of awareness being the spark or the ignition point of the alchemical process of the soul, where I wanted to create this group setting or this community that is safe from ridicule and allows you um, allows you a space to explore all of the things that are you may be experiencing because you know sometimes it can get a little weird you can't talk about it with everyone and so this community is free from judgment it's safe for you to explore to share to ask questions and to also give your own advice. Uh, the community isn't about um, everyone just kind of listening to what I have to say. I really want to engage everyone uh, to share their own wisdom and allow the inner teacher to come through. So um, that's kind of what the program's about. It's a monthly subscription program that you get access to. And once you're um, part of it, you're going to get access to a live video group video call with me where we're going to go over um, energy influences, planetary influences, and how that those energies are specifically affecting our growth that month, what what sort of things are triggering within us to bring to the surface for our awareness, and some of the real life issues that are going on. I'll be sharing some of mine, and I'll be encouraging other people in the group to share some of theirs. Uh, we're also going to um, do a Q&A, uh, which will allow other people to start sharing their own wisdom and start uh, feeling comfortable using your voice. I think one of the things that was so hard for me because as a massage therapist for so long, I just listened to other people talk and I was silent the whole time. And I, you know, my father, as much as I love him, he was the kind of father that wouldn't let me 
have a voice, so to speak, and especially if it was against him. <laughs> and so I just learned to kind of not really use my voice that much. It was something that it was very, I was very insecure about. And the more like, you know, when we started this podcast, it th- it really helped me use my voice more and then doing all my YouTube videos and then getting up on stage and doing talks. When you use your voice, there's something so much more empowering than just thinking about something or acting things out, you know, like all of those things are important, especially the action part. But when you can actually coherently speak uh, your truth and communicate in a way that may influence or impact someone in a really positive way that allows them to either become aware of the healing that needs to happen in them or become aware of their own greatness when we start to shine our light, we're, we're reflections of um, each other, right? We're mirrors of one another. Uh, the Mayans have a saying, uh, in lakek, which means I am another you. And so when you start to reflect your own light back to someone, it allows them to see the light in them. And so this whole group is about um, stimulating that and setting that on fire for everyone. So you're going to get access to this monthly call, which gets uploaded into my academy. So it gets archived. You can rewatch it as many times as you want. Uh, you're going to get a new guided meditation from me every month. You're going to get a specific, uh, or I should say a general tarot reading specific to the alchemy group that will be uploaded every month into the program. And then everything just gets archived. So no matter like when you, um, if it's, if you're say in December and you remembered that you really, there was something that happened in September that you wanted to rewatch, or you really like the meditation, like you're always going to have access to all of it. So, and then we also have a personal um, Facebook group, a private one that allows people to connect more. I'd love to see people connecting through online because we don't always have those connections in person. And for me, I actually grew them online first, and then it started to manifest more in my physical world. You know, it's kind of like that fake it till you make it <laughs> kind of mentality. I mean, we, you, Jessica is a huge proponent of that, of, you know, even with your intuitive gifts with um, speaking like light language. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretend. Yeah, like pretend you're doing it. And so even though that you're not pretending to connect with people online, it's the next step before the physical connection. And so just allowing people to find support um, anywhere in this world, uh, because really, time and space aren't real barriers. So why should we act like they are? But the fake it till you make it actually works. I watched Lisa, like after she had a a session with Jessica and she just started, I guess for lack of a better term, pretending to write light language. And all of a sudden one day, it took you know, a, it the, took like three days, the light, the light lang- you know, the, the, whoever it's being channeled with said, Oh cool. Another Avenue and took over her hand. Yeah. It works. Yeah. And I've been, I've been practicing it with just reading people's auras and just, tapping into energy and, you know, not waiting for it to happen, just saying it's already there. I just, I just have to know that I can already, already do this. You have to believe though, right? Yeah, of course you have to believe. You know, I I don't know. I feel like I just have to say this because, (laughs) oh, it's just pathetic, but it's true. That phrase, fake it till you make it, actually reminds me of my previous marriage though, because I was, <laughs> I was so 
committed to like, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to get through this until like my kids are in college. Like I got this. It doesn't apply to all situations. No. <laughs> yeah. Don't take my advice here. <laughs> and I remember just some days I would be like, just fake it till you make it, Lisa. You got this. Just fake it till you well, make it. Well, hang on, a, hang on a second. So maybe it does apply because you were faking it until you made it. And the made it was getting out of the marriage. So the faking it was staying in the marriage and making it was getting out. So that's right on, right no, on. No, to be perfectly honest with you, like faking, like I'm happy here and like, right. this is just going to work. And I got this. I believed it hard enough to where I had some really great days, like sometimes months in a row. <laughs> I was like, wow, this faking it shit really works. <laughs> Uh, true transparency here on Enlighten Up. That's all I got. <laughs> yes. Not my yeah. advice on how to go through life. Well, you know, it, it's, but what it, what it all is, is you're putting the energy into it, right? You're creating it because we are all creators of our own hologram, our own little world that we're projecting out to right. everything. And so when you just start acting as if, basically, right, that's that's what kind of sets everything in motion. It's almost like you, you know, you we think that if you just think about it, it's going to show up, but you actually, the, the action part is part of the most um, powerful part of it, you know, like really... Um, taking the energy and then uh, exuding it out through action puts a lot of things into motion. Great and motion point. is very powerful. So, yeah. So, um, so that's basically what the uh, alchemy program is all about. And I'm really excited to start it. And I've already had quite a few people uh, reach out to me. They're excited. They've signed up. And um, so, uh, yeah, so hopefully some of our Enlighten Up listeners will be joining in. And uh, I've got a little uh, a little extra gift for you guys. So stay tuned for that towards the end. You know, speaking of, I just want to go back to it because it's such a great topic for this, for this podcast, just about how the action piece is so important. And I've really been working on, you know, awareness and paying attention to my programs and, you know, showing up differently and recognizing wow, this is just a program and I just need to show up differently here. And unless you actually do take the steps to show up differently, it doesn't mean anything. So it's like awareness without action is not the same. You know, you can become aware of what you're doing. and But if you don't show up differently or react differently in those situations, it's like the action cements the awareness. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I always say it's like it anchors into your cellular knowing, like your cellular being, because it's your physical being. It's like using the vessel, using the vessel to start anchoring your energy into this reality, right? Like your consciousness is everywhere and at, at the same time, but your body is physically here. Um, and so using your body to put things into action is what anchors it into your reality. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's it's so interesting because... I, I'm so amazed, um, you know, and I know you can attest to this, um, you know, with our coaching, being coaches and working with clients, like, I just feel 
it's like the best job in the world. <laughs> I love, I love doing it, but there's so many reasons why I love doing it. Um, but I just, I get so inspired by my clients because I'm amazed at some of the incredible shifts that happen so fast when they start putting into action, you know, what, what we're talking about and they don't just get it on the mental level. Uh, they, they, they get it into like physical and it's, so inspiring because as much as like we're putting things into practice and doing all that, we, you know, I'll speak for myself. It's, you know, you go through like the ebb and flow of life. You go through little mini ruts and sometimes you're on highs and sometimes you're on lows and it's learning how to ride the waves and knowing um, when to ease off and when to go full throttle. And, uh, but sometimes you can get caught in like certain places where, you know, you may get caught in a rut or you may be just pushing it way too much. You're going to need to back off a little bit. And working with my clients is just inspiring to me to just remind me of like how great this work is and how quickly things can manifest or shift, you know, just through perception alone. Um, You know, when we talk about the transformational process and um, alchemy, when we talk about awareness, the ability to perceive something differently shifts your entire reality. And when you shift your entire reality, your whole energy or the way you're looking at it completely shifts, which means your emotional attachment to that whole thing shifts because now you're like, oh, wow, it wasn't that. It can be totally this. And I I had a client, and of course, I won't use any names or any specifics, but, you know, she felt that, um, she felt that her family was really like basically attacking her in many different formats uh, and uh, trying basically to take her down. And we shifted the perspective. You know, I I gave her a different perspective to look at it and a different way of um, approaching it as opposed to being a victim and instead using it as an opportunity to uh, strengthen her ability and see her strength in that. And that Uh, when someone is quote unquote, maybe kind of coming after you because you got something they want, right? Um, That that means you're in a position of power. That means that you actually aren't lacking and the other other party is, which when you start to kind of shift all the way you're looking at it, it just gives you this sense of power. And and I said, you're just running off to the races. So you just keep running and don't look back, not running away from a problem, but you know, just keep running. And within a few days, wow, she had bought a new car, she had bought a new house, she had got a new job. <laughs> like it was just amazing how quickly just from shifting perspective. And that's this, that's like the transformation that I think we're all capable of doing. And it can happen really fast. And I think it's just how much of the energy do you want to shift with it? Absolutely. Coaching is the most fun job ever. <laughs> It is because it's just like, it's simple, just (laughs) such simple things where when you are a mirror, you're just being a mirror for someone else. And, you know, our ego is fully embedded in us on such a cellular level and has been, you know, protecting us for as long as we've, you know, basically been here. And it's really hard to see things through like the eyes of your higher self when you're used to looking at them through the ego's eyes for so long. And so to have someone just being your mirror and stepping outside of you and saying, hey, like shift, just like shift a little bit over here to the left 
and let's look at it this way. And there's just so many aha moments that come that are just, it's amazing to watch. And it's just such a, a simple process, but it's, uh, it's incredible how, how valuable having a mirror can be to, to your growth and, and working, working through these things that you just cannot see for yourself because they just, it, you know, we think it's our personality. We just start, things are so ingrained in us that we believe that, you know, I just don't like the color red, you know, and, or something as simple as that, where you might not like the color red because of something that you actually associate with the color red that's so buried so deep inside of you that you're just not even aware of it. And although that's not a very emotional example, you know, that applies to your life or how you act, but it's, it's something as simple as that. Like you just, you know, I don't, I'm introvert or I'm an extrovert or I just don't like this. Right. I like that. And it can, there can be reasons that we can find so easily that can help you adjust and, and show up differently and improve your life. Well, well, speaking of being a mirror for people, uh, can you tell us how you're a mirror mm-hmm. for people with your new with your new coaching career and your new awesome website, lisaloveslove.com? I am a mirror for people as a life coach. So I did launch my website, I think in July, lisaloveslove.com. And I give Brian kudos for helping me with my website because he was super awesome. And um, yeah, so I've been working with uh, Jessica Alstrom and teaching under her, learning her method of coaching, which I love. And what I'm really excited, you know, the most exciting thing that I've, I've really done is that I've coached a few people through a couple of Jessica's programs. And she has numerous programs, but there are two that I am particularly fond of. And one is called Warrior Training. And the other she is currently in the process of, she's on her seventh out of nine weeks in the I Am Workshop. And I am offering to be a coach through those those programs, both the warrior training and the I am workshop. And the warrior training is really for for somebody who's already been doing some self work. Um, maybe you know they're all already familiar with with some things and and have have been looking into themselves for a while. It's not brand new to them. But to me, the warrior training is like really making sure it's like kind of cleaning the slate. It's like going back over and making sure that you ha- you are you've pretty much picked up every rock there is to pick up, and you've looked up you've looked under it. It's it's about full self awareness, you know, not being com- not hiding anything, just being completely honest with yourself, looking at the the loops that you've created in your life, whether it's the same type of relationships, the same job, the same disappointments, the same, you know, the same failures and, and really getting an idea of, of the fact that you're creating your own reality and that there are these patterns in your life and, and just really getting honest with yourself. And, and that's what I love about the warrior training. When I, when I first did it, I feel like I made so and I'm sure Brian and Nicole can both attest to this. It was really quick. It was like within a three month period, I felt like I had gone back and and found these little pieces that had just really been missing for me, and and was able to recognize them, work through them. There's a lot of 
lot of work with just the inner child, the ego, and the higher self, and understanding those three aspects of yourself and really coming to terms with those and integrating the three and being able to really take back control of who you are and who's driving the bus, basically. And so I'm, I'm really excited to be able to share that program with people. Um, I, I have it on my website, so you can gain full access to um, the, the classroom. It's a, there are 12 different classes that Jessica puts on for an eight-week period, and, and I can be your mentor through through that process, be your mirror and your guide and your accountability partner. And, and, and that's what I have on my website as well as um, just hourly coaching. I use my light language in my coaching sessions uh, for healing and just whenever it comes up. But you're going to offer a, a discount for those two, for those two programs, right? Yes. Nicole and I are going to both offer discounts to our listeners here today for oh, sweet. Can I get in on that? <laughs> <laughs> only if you do another beastie boys rendition <laughs> well okay so i'm i'm curious lisa with the warrior training do you recall um a big shift that happened with um some of the people that you were helping go through that mentoring through that or anything that happened with yourself that it really stands out um, because of the course that changed something and whether it could have been, you know, how even just the smallest things can be like the biggest changes. I, I coached two people through that, through warrior training, and I saw tremendous shifts immediately in both of them. And I think the really what created the biggest shift is, is the aha moments that they both had when they realized that some things that had happened to them in their formative years that they didn't really think about too much. But when we started to look back at it, that they realized have created these patterns in their life over their next, you know, 20 to 30 years. And when they have that awareness, it was like, it can, it, it completely allowed them to break the cycle. It was just like, Whoa. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I see it now. Wow, it's so clear. Look what I've been doing and look at the situations and look how I keep not showing up for myself here or thinking that I need to do this there. So yeah, I I've I really saw some some really huge improvements in, in both the people that I had coached through that. Isn't that like to me, that's one of the biggest things. If you if, if there's anything you can do, it's just keep showing up for yourself. And knowing what that means, you know, uh, knowing what it means to show up for yourself in whatever way, like if if there's something that you need to commit to, or if there's something about you that you just don't, like you keep putting on the back burner, like it's about you just kind of showing up for yourself continuously. It's, it it, it then just completely expands your awareness even further. So it's like, you know, having these two, um, these two people have their awareness continuously expand. It's like that, that idea of they didn't even realize things from their past were relevant to the patterns that were coming up today. That awareness only comes when you start showing up for yourself and you stay consistent and you just keep expanding the all possibilities. 
Right. And with that, they had to take action. They had to, you know, recognize their behavior and then they had to start showing up differently today. And and just to give an example for our audience, it's like one of one of the people she realized that because of her because of something that had happened in her childhood when she was younger and she felt like she needed to be there more for her mom than to just be the kid and let her mom be there for her, especially with her empathetic uh, nature, which so many of us have. When she realized that some of the behaviors that she has today, where she was more concerned about everybody around her than herself, when when she realized where that came from and she was like, whoa, I'm just not showing up for me. You know, like I'm so concerned with everyone, like just even little things. She was telling me she was backing out of her driveway one day and she looked over and she saw that her neighbor had a package on his porch. It had just been set there like a Amazon delivery or something like that. And she's like, it was so strange. My first instinct was like, stop, get out of the car and go like knock on his door, make sure he gets the package. Okay. And, you know, so no one's going to like steal it off his porch. And, and it just, it made her realize like, what, what am I doing? Like, why am I so concerned about everybody else's well-being and not focused on, you know, what it is and where I need to go? She's like, I think they just dropped it off. It's not like it had been there for days or like that she lives in this crime ridden neighborhood where, you know, people had been getting their packages stolen. But it was just this little indication to her that, wow, this really is a pattern for me that's so ingrained in me throughout my day that I'm not, I'm actually not focusing on myself and I'm not focusing on what my needs are and moving forward and doing the things that I need to do because my radar is constantly on everybody else and what does everybody else around me need? And I thought that was a really big breakthrough as far as something. I know, Nicole, you and I have talked about this. The biggest breakthroughs seem to come in the smallest of minute little circumstances in your day. Like just the little things like that, where if you have full awareness of how you're behaving, behaving and just the thoughts that you're having or, you know, the addictions that you're going towards to soothe whatever anxiety or triggers that are happening, when you really are fully aware and start really paying attention to yourself, that's when the, the biggest changes come. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I, those are the easier ones to pinpoint too, you know, and that's why it's great to, to start there. Because not only do you get major shifts from that, but it's it's easier because it's in the day to day. You know, you're not looking for a trigger that only comes in certain circumstances. You're looking for something that's going to give you an answer in your day to day. And those are the most impactful because you're constantly repeating them over and over and over again. So once you break that and you realize it, that's where that's why you get such a huge shift because you're not repeating it so much. You know, I was actually working with a client today and she was, you know, it's just wanting to give her some homework for the week of like, let's, you know, what's, let's really focus on this. And and so she had mentioned something about her husband and how he was annoying her like here and there. And there were just different times throughout the coaching call where she had mentioned, you know, I just, I'm tired of being the one that has to do everything or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, typical, what I would call typical marriage type stuff. Right. And so I said to her, 
your husband is your, I'm like, we're going to focus on him this week. He's your greatest teacher because if, if he's triggering you, then he's trying, he's your, he's trying to help you and bring to your awareness, not consciously, but you know, on a higher level, bring to your awareness, the things that are still inside of you that you need to look at. I said, so instead of, you know, this week, instead of looking at him like, oh, what a pain in the ass he is, every time he annoys you, I want you to like rejoice and be like, okay, this is a gift. <laughs> I can just step away and get out of the story and, and just really f- pay attention to how it makes you feel without attaching it to him or to anything else. Just like, how does this make me feel? Because that's where I got, I feel like I've made the biggest strides is when I'm able to step out of the story and I'm able to ask myself, like, how does this make me feel? Or I feel really disempowered in this moment. And and understanding that all of these feelings and everything that's going have originated with me and really don't have much to do with the story outside of me. And that's where Mm -hmm. I, where I have found my my greatest growth in the past few months yeah. is is focusing on myself and how I feel and not on what's going on outside of me. You know, I just had a thought. I, I think that if we were all to revert back to being a child, when we always wanted to ask our parents, but why? But why? But why? Why is that? And they'd be like, because I said so. <laughs> And we get taught not to ask why. But if we actually kind of revert back to that child within us that is so curious and wants to know the reasons, wants to know why, I think if we start asking that in our life of why is this showing up all the time? Or why am I constantly reacting to this person this way? Or why, you know, like just start asking why. Like, why do I keep bringing narcissists into my life? Or why do I, you know, I get this great job, but I have, you know, a coworker from hell or, you know, like, yeah, like really start asking yourself, like, what the heck's going on? Why do I keep doing this? Why do I keep having the same situations? And when you find the answer, you will be amazed. It's like this light bulb goes on and you're like, oh, now I get it. Mm-hmm. Brian, you are you still doing your coaching? Yeah, with Jessica, I am. We we took a we took a several week hiatus because she's she's going through a lot of business growth and she's getting ready for you know she's had a QRT she's had a couple of like three events in a row so she put me on the back burner. <laughs> How do you feel about being on the back burner? I think you kind of liked it. Oh yeah, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I'm. I've I've in, I've enjoyed working with her and you know a lot of what she talks about. I. I I hear Lisa talk about, I've heard you talk about. So it's, I, I, I need to be one of those, those clients that does it's, you know, doesn't just see it, doesn't just recognize it. You know, Lisa mentioned you have to, you have to put it into action. You have to, you know, show up for yourself. And I think that's what I need to, I, I know just n- knowing me, um, I know that that's what I'll have to work the the most on is showing up for myself and, and believing it. And recognizing where, I think the hardest part is recognizing, okay, where do I need to show up differently too? You know, some things for me in this process have been very obvious. You know, I've had some big triggers and I've, and I'm, it's very clear, 
you know, what I need to work on and where this is coming from and some of the emotions I just need to work with, or I need to be there for my inner child, inner child work or something. And there's other things where I've just had to surrender and say, you know, I don't, I don't know where I need to show up differently. You know, I, this is, I'm, I can only, we can all only work from what we already know. And as we stated earlier, the ego and, and these programs of being younger and having, you know, your parents say, don't ask why, just do it, or not listening to you when you're trying to talk or, you know, whatever it is, just becomes ingrained in us as part of our personality, as I said before. So it's like, how can we, how can we tell, like ask, I want to stretch beyond that. Like what is beyond that? Like, how do we even know what's beyond that when that's not even who we are? And and that's where I feel like I've just had to surrender to where I'm asking, you know, wherever it is that I need to show up differently, that's where I want to show up. And, and if the only way I know is if something comes up, if there's some type of a, a trigger or something for me to say, oh, okay, this is where I need to push myself. But there's one thing I have been trying for the past week to 10 days, which is I've been taking freezing cold showers at the end of my shower. So for like the last minute. Not, not just cool. No, as cold as it will go. The coldest setting, and this won't work for everybody because we live in Colorado, and Colorado has incredibly cold tap water. If you do this in Florida, it's like, you know, pee warm. (laughs) You'll have to jump in an ice bath. Um, I don't know about that because when I was backpacking through Costa Rica, uh, most hostels only had cold water. They didn't have hot water, and I remember getting up at 4.30 in the morning to for my meditation uh, retreat and having to take a cold shower. And it was, it felt like ice. <laughs> Maybe. They probably did that on purpose. Because, I mean, honestly, it's been, so what I do is I'm just like, I'm saying, I want to show up differently. I don't know where all the nooks and crannies are. You know, I know I want to be a better version of myself today than I was yesterday. And and I'm not exactly sure what that means or what that looks like. So I'm going to just like shock myself. I'm like letting my ego know, like we're mixing, we're just going to mix it up here. So it's like the last minute of my shower, I just put it on cold and I set that intention that I'm going to show up differently, wherever that may be, wherever I need, wherever I need to show up differently. Yeah, when she, when she first did it, I I kind of came running upstairs because all I heard was screaming because <laughs> she's you know she's she's gasping. Gas, she's gasping, it was more gasping. gasping for air because it's such a such a shock to her system, and I I had no idea what was going on. It's like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, yeah. And now after about ten days, I was able to stay in the freezing cold water. I think like at least a whole minute longer. I was like, oh, did I even wash my face yet? I'll just wash it again in freezing cold water. And I was just like, fine to stand under this cold water, but it's just sets me, it sets the tone for the day for me. And it just, it reminds me to show up for myself. It reminds me to push myself outside of my comfort zone and to have a heightened sense of awareness of where it is that I, I need to show up differently. Cause if we're going to break the patterns in our life, we have to know, you know, be willing to move outside that comfort zone because a comfort, you could even be in a, you know, an abusive type situation. But if you've been in it long enough, or you grew up in that abusive type situation, typically, you know, people who are abused tend to look for abusive 
subconsciously, of course, relationships because that's their comfort zone. That just is what feels right. And mm-hmm. so, you know, when you think of it that way, it's like, that sounds like ridiculous. And, and you know, you hear people saying to to people who have been abused in marriages, like, why don't you just leave? Or why don't you just get out? And there's always these excuses because it's a comfort level. It's it's like, this is what I know. This is how I've always been treated. And, and from, you know, some aspect of you says this isn't right. There's something wrong, but there's this bigger piece of you that's just running this program that says, no, this is, this feels good. This is what I know. And so when you think of all the, the things on such a smaller scale than, than abuse of, you know, just being the greatest version of yourself in so many different ways and not showing up for yourself in so many different ways that we just completely don't see. And, and back to the coaching, that's where a coach like Nicole and I both are just can be a mirror for you and hold you accountable and help you see these things and help look at it a different perspective and help you move, move past those things. It's interesting. You're, you're absolutely right. Um, I, okay. I'm going to remind me to go back to the cold water thing. Cause I have a little thing about that, but you know, like as a coach, one of the really cool things, like the reason why I'm doing this alchemy thing is because it holds me accountable as well. It keeps, it, it's, it puts me in a position where I need to be on my toes. I need to be immersed in my work. I need to be, to be there, which is where I want to be, but it, it's, pushing me past perhaps where I would normally go. You know, it's, it's like you said, it's taking me out of my comfort zone a little bit, even though I'm doing all the things I love to do, it's pushing me past where I'm used to doing them. And so it's all about this idea of expansion and growth, which is really cool. And so in a way, like for us as coaches, our clients also hold us accountable in many ways. And so it's like that mirror effect goes back and forth in, in many ways. And we're all serving one another. Uh, you know, it's very symbiotic. But going back to the the cold water, so one of the great things about cold water is when, so when I was a massage therapist, uh, one of the things that I was taught to do was I'd always like wash my hands after every massage, but then I would use cold water and I would run it all the way up my arms and just keep splashing it and splashing it. And what it did is it's, it, um, it's almost like it purified the energy field so that whoever's energy I was working on is not going to be brought into my next massage. But also it was like an energy recharge, like obviously cold water, it wakes you up, right? It just, it's very stimulating. So it actually stimulates your energy field and it kind of puts you in a, like a, okay, I'm here, I'm present, I'm ready to go kind of thing, as opposed to a warm shower, which is very comforting and it feels really nice and it's soothing. And, you know, it's, it's a completely different feeling. But the cold water actually does, it's almost like it, um, yeah, recharges your energy field. It's like a, it's like a little boost or a zap or yeah, like a zing. (laughs) From what I understand, it's it's really good for you on a a nervous, for your nervous system as Mm. well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And there's, yeah, I mean, there's yeah. like Wim Hof, who is extremely popular, who does that cold water therapy and the deep breathing. And, you know, he's able to climb Mount Everest like naked or something, <laughs> something like that. Well, whenever I have a huge crying fest, I fill a bowl with ice cubes and water and then I just keep sticking my oh my face gosh. in it until my face is completely <laughs> frozen. 
<laughs> but it means I wake up the next morning not looking as bad. <laughs> but it actually feels really good too. And I'm doing I'm like, oh my God, okay. I just feel the swelling going down. I feel, but if, it's but also- you're doing it from a, a from a point of vanity. So you don't have puffiness in the morning. I'm, I'm doing it from a point of vanity. Absolutely. I absolutely started it from a point of vanity, but then I didn't realize how good it actually felt, how refreshing it felt. Because when you cry, it's a very big purge. It's an emotional, um, it's exhausting. And so it's almost, it's almost like the, um, it's almost like the ice water stopped the leaking of energy. Sure. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like I, I, you know, yeah, it, it was just, it was just like a, okay, you've released, you don't need to, you were going to stop the that. leak. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. So anyone out there uh, who has, if you get really bad crying face, like I do. Yeah. Ice cubes in a bowl with water just keep sticking your face in there. Hold your breath. <laughs> and then every like, you know, however long you can hold your breath out and then pull your face back out. <laughs> Anything that you can do differently. I, I think uh, Joe Dispenza teaches on that and about, you know, brushing your teeth with your left hand or brushing your hair, or, you know, just not driving the same way to work every time and just like actually getting out of a re- routine and not having that same routine every day and switching it up and, and noticing, mm-hmm. you know, where can I, where can I be mm-hmm. different? What can yeah. I do differently today? That's absolutely better than yesterday. <laughs> But at the same time, it's not easy. This self-work shit. <laughs> you know, you can have fun with it like you are, like just this cold shower. Like it's it's like, okay, I'm going to try this. I, I you know, I, it makes me think of um the entrepreneur um what's his name? He's got the 4-hour work week book. Oh, Jim, uh, Tim Ferriss. Yeah, Tim Ferriss. And you know, he's always been like this um guinea pig on himself and he's just like i'm just gonna try things out and see what happens and it's kind of like what we're trying to do is just try things out and see what works see what doesn't you know but you know but that but i think that's why it's important for people to work with coaches life coaches like uh like you and lisa because it's not yeah if you if you want to be efficient with your time (laughs) right as a you know as a as a as a as a life coach you guys have been through you're not just you know, teaching something from a book, you've been through it, you've done the work, you've worked with other people that have seen, had certain experiences and you can help people. You, you literally, you know, you're, you're not emotional, you know, your client will be emotional, but you're, you're not meant to be emotional. Like Lisa likes to say, you're, you're just the mirror. You're just saying, okay, this is what I'm hearing you saying. And maybe we need to look over here and shine the light over here. Cause you keep saying, you know, these certain words and, you know, you're looking over here, but maybe you need to look over more to the, you know, the right or, you know, in a different time in your life or, you know, whatever the situation is. And you can't just do that. You, you can't just go and buy a self-help book off the shelf and read it and, and do it. It's, it's, it's not the same as, as working with somebody like you or and listen. It's not that you can't do it, but it depends on like how much you want to work through it immediately or, you know, uh, and and everyone's different in where they're at and where they're ready to start. And so, um, you know, but the thing with a life coach is that uh, there's uh, no bullshitting <laughs> a life coach. Uh, you're not going to get away with a lot of stuff. And it's well, just at least not with you and I. <laughs> no. 
I know, I know some of my clients, they try, um, and I know some of them listen to this podcast and I know they know who they are. (laughs) Um, and yeah, that's a shout out to you and they know I love them dearly. Uh, you know, all of my clients become family to me. I don't believe in that whole, like, Oh, you got to maintain the professionalism, which of course you do. But that idea of like, I just truly believe your, your family your family once I start working with you, as soon as like you entrust me with some of your secrets, your emotions and all of that, like it just forget it, like your family now. And that's what's really cool is being able to connect and have these deeper connections with people in a world where I just don't feel like people are connecting on deeper levels. Everyone's just about staying on the surface and not really wanting to go dig, dig deeper. And Part of it is I, you know, I was having this conversation actually on a date last week with um, this guy who interestingly enough, is very aware and loves self-alchemy and um, is all about just, if it's not fun, I'm not doing it kind of kind of thing. And we were just talking about how it's, we just live in a world now where people aren't willing to, to talk about deeper things. It's almost like it's taboo or we're not supposed to, and people just get stuck carrying all these feelings and emotions and traumas and, you know, things that really feel like start to feel a little bit better when you start talking about it because when you hear yourself saying things out loud it has a different Mm. effect than when you're Mm. thinking it sure hearing your own voice say something out loud can can trigger some awareness so um having these deeper conversations is really important that's why you should say your affirmations like out loud in the mirror so you can hear yourself Mm -hmm. saying them Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, you know, I've, I've, um, sometimes I'll get clients to record themselves. So I know we've done this before, Lisa, you and I, where we record ourselves saying our affirmations and then playing them in our ear because this idea of like hearing your own voice saying it, it creates a conviction and an affirmation in a different way than, than either listening to someone else say it or you just thinking it. You know, and we really are just like, computers just programmed to believe certain things or run a certain way. And if you want to break the programs in your life, if you want to make big shifts in your life, it's really not that hard. It just takes commitment and focus and and, and little tricks like saying affirmations out loud or, you know, having full awareness or, you know, just looking inside or allowing yourself to feel things. There's There's so many little things you can do rather than just, you know, waking up and going on autopilot every day, which is the way the matrix is, the matrix is kind of set up for us to be, you know, just not thinking. And mm-hmm. we hold so much power, like we're literally capable of doing absolutely anything. It's, it's really just believing it and bringing it into a cellular level. That's all required. That, that's all that's required. But it takes focus and it takes it takes determination and it takes work on a on a daily basis. And things like cold showers help you snap out of it. It does. It really does. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> or whatever. You know, just like committing to something, committing to just like, what can I do differently that's just gonna feel different to me today. It's going to move me outside my comfort zone. Like what do I eat for lunch every day? And I'm just going to completely mix it up and go on the total opposite end. You know, you can do just little things like that where you just completely show Mm -hmm. up differently and see, see how that makes you feel. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of want to share something. Please do, Nicole. With, with the the audience. Um, and it, and it kind of has to do with this idea of, you know, when we start to, to open up our awareness, uh, some of us start to become a lot more aware of our intuitive gifts and the intuitive, um, dial gets cranked up and you start either feeling things way more than you used to feel them. You start maybe having visions of things. You're, um, you may be hearing things, smelling things like whatever it is, like things that the, the, the uh, psychic dial goes up a little bit, if not a lot. And so um, this is one of the things of the reasons why I created the alchemy group too, was to um, help people um, expand their intuitive gifts, but also talk about what they're experiencing because they may not feel comfortable. They may not have anyone in their life that they feel comfortable um, talking about that. And we can get more clarity on what's going on, more understanding of, of what's happening. And so um, a few weeks ago, I know you, you Lisa, you know this, and I, I think Brian does too, but um, I had this really interesting dream. And um, I don't believe all dreams are just dreams of like things that, you know, you saw on TV and that's why you, I believe that, you know, um, you know, you could be watching a TV program, like, for instance, I've really got into the Yellowstone TV series. And so I may have a dream about cowboys and being on a ranch or something like that. And I would totally equate that to, well, my- I'm sure you have dreams about cowboys. <laughs> Actually, I have had a couple dreams lately about cowboys. <laughs> but like, I know, I, I know that that's a result of me watching Yellowstone TV or like, you know, a TV program. But I also believe that there are other aspects to dreams that are completely different than, than that. So I had this dream that I was on a spaceship. And I was, the spaceship kind of looked like something out of Star Trek. And I say that hesitantly only because I didn't watch a lot of Star Trek, but that's the only thing my mind can grasp onto to kind of relate to. And so I remember seeing like the spaceship had this really wide window in the front and uh, with different panels of windows, but then there were also rooms that were blocking the view to the entire um, outside of the ship. And we were going through... What, when I looked out the window from where I was, it looked like the Milky Way. It was the first thing that came to my mind. I'm like, oh, this looks like the Milky Way. It was kind of cloudy, purple, pinkish kind of colors in the sky and, and all of that. And then like, I kind of went up closer to the window because there was a bit of commotion going on on the ship. And I have to say, it were they were not humans on the ship. Like There were other entities on the ship. I just can't recall what everything looked or everyone looked like. And so we're on this we're on the ship and we're looking out the window and I'm seeing like this greasy substance start to like cause a film on the window and it's starting to build up. And like, it's almost like you need windshield wipers to like move the grease away. And I was thinking in my dream, I'm like, wow, like this can't exist in space. Like, so what is this? There's no such thing as grease in space. Like there's no way this can happen. And so I just remember thinking that that was that. Then I remember thinking in my dream, well, I'm totally not traveling through space right now. Like this is just a dream Um, because in my mind, I couldn't understand what that substance was. So the next day I'm talking to a friend and she, I tell her what happened and she sends me this article and it's called, it's by Live Science. So it's from livescience.com 
And uh, it, the title of it is called The Milky Way is Full of Toxic Sticky Grease. Uh. And it says, space is dark, cold, and in most parts of the galaxy, probably pretty sticky. Swirled amid the dust suit and electromagnetic radiation, there is also a whole mess of toxic grease in the stars of the Milky Way. The space grease, actually an oily form of hydrogen-bound carbon called aliphatic carbon, is one of the several types of carbon leaked into empty space by blazing stars and may be among the key ingredients in the formation of new stars and planets, astronomers say. And I was just like, how the heck? You were in space. I was on a ship. Did you wake up with really greasy skin? Or did your greasy butt hair? hurt? <laughs> What? What? Why did my butt hurt? Oh, butt probes. Oh, gosh. Anal probes. <laughs> abducted. How do you know you weren't abducted? Sounds like you were. Because I know I was totally voluntarily there. So what she's saying is that if you've had any of these really strange experiences, you can feel at home talking to Nicole yes. in her alchemy group. <laughs> well, I just think it's really cool. Because we, when we think back to, um, you know, like, oh, I just think of like Nostradamus and, and other like philosophers way before other things have been discovered through our own science nowadays. Like how even like the ancient civilizations, how did they know certain things before science ever knew them? You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so where are our, where is our, what is our consciousness really able to do? Where are we actually able to go and experience as if we are still in this vessel in the reality that we understand it here in this human form and so um these are the things that start to um turn on for you the more you go and do a deep dive into your awareness of you know what's kind of going on and you getting really in touch with that so um yeah if any of that stuff's happening to you we're going to talk about it and just yeah, and letting go of those beliefs that we have about who we are and what we're really capable of doing. You know, it's all, we're only bound by our own beliefs about ourselves. You know, if we can't, if we don't think that it's possible, then it's not going to be possible for us. Yeah. Brian, what's so, your uh, reasoning for that? I know you've got a a very good explanation that's very grounded and sane. Um, I, no, I don't have any. I don't have any sanity to bring into your insanity. <laughs> I mean, nothing, nothing, I, nothing really strikes me. I don't think you're as crazy as I used to think. I'm just curious what our skeptic thinks. Uh, that whole reason for that happening. I, there's no explanation. There's that my mind knew about Greece and space when I really didn't know. There is a, there is absolutely no explanation. I mean, the the only the only skeptic answer can be you read the article and you didn't remember reading the article and you had a dream about it. Um, I mean, some, some things can't be explained and it's okay. And, 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 and maybe the explanation is you were fucking in space. You're a space <laughs> I cowboy. I don't think she was wasn't the cowboy having in that sex one. in space. I just want to say there was no fucking going on. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's not why I use that word. Um, no, space lube, space grease, whatever. So this isn't a family show, then. <laughs> I mean, they no earmuffs. Oh god. <laughs> uh, um, oh, I will say this. 
uh, I will say this to our listeners, when the reason why everyone was kind of, there was a commotion on the ship when the grease was kind of hitting the windshields because we were approaching a very Earth-like planet that wasn't Earth. And I have been confirmed through one of my friends who uh, remote views through the... Um, Wait, quote, quote, unquote, confirmed. Air, there's air quotes around that confirmed. Yes, yeah, absolutely. You can, absolutely, we can do that. Um, but from him, he's seen that there are many planets like Earth in our in our universe. So I was like, maybe I'm approaching one of those. If if there's not, it would be an awful waste yes, of space. It would be from from a great movie. Contact. That was a good movie. So let's talk about what we have for our listeners here today. Yeah, so... Um, today only. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> so to thank our listeners um, for being, you know, tuning in to us every week for the last couple of years and being part of the journey and, you know, binging on our episodes when you're new. Uh, we wanted to, Lisa and I, want to extend a uh, Enlighten Up coupon code for you guys to use uh, of 25% off. And for any of you who are interested in the Alchemy program, it's uh, $11 a month. It's really super cheap um, and very affordable. So if you sign up to the to um, Alchemy uh, this month, I'm going to I'm going to extend the the I guess the promo until the uh, September 30th. Uh, use the the code enlightenup25 in the checkout you won't get a percentage off on the alchemy but if you do that you now will be able to purchase a month coaching program with me which is four sessions at 25% off so if you're interested in diving deep going into the shadows and letting me be your mirror then I would be so happy to do that for you and Lisa what are you going to be doing I'm going to offer the same coupon code to make it easy and lighten up 25 on my website for 25% off anything on there. So I have some life coaching packages, hourly rates, the warrior program, the I am workshop. I have um, even just some light language channeling packages. We, I made, we made an awesome light language poster that can be framed and you can hang it on your wall and it's really cool. Yeah, very cool. Or I can channel your... I can channel you your own personal light language codes that I frame. And uh, yeah, so anything through September 30th, 25% off with Enlighten Up 25 at lisaloveslove.com. Awesome. Awesome. And if you guys, um, if there's any confusion or anything like that, you guys can email us info at enlightenup.us or in, e email me personally info at inflexibleme.com. Uh, but yeah. Uh, I hope to see lots of you guys in the alchemy program. Uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be interactive and I'm going to make sure you talk. And I say, invest in yourself. And mm -hmm. I say, yeah. meow. <laughs> so thanks everyone for joining us again this week. Uh, we have some really fun guests lined up uh, for the month of September and October. So we hope you stay tuned and we will see you guys all next week. Bye everyone. Bye.
Thank you all for joining our show. We appreciate you tuning in and supporting us. If any of you have any questions you would like answered on the show or any guests that you would like to hear on our show, please email that information to us at info at enlightenup.us or send us a voice message using the Anchor app. There's a super cool feature on there that allows you to send us a message or ask us a question with a touch of a button right from the app. And please continue to support us by following us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And if you haven't checked out Nicole's channel on YouTube yet, head on over there for some more insight from her, or you can visit her website, inflexibleme.com, where you can book a personal coaching session or a tarot reading, watch some of her most informative videos, or you can sign up for her newsletter. And if you're interested in some light language healing, head to my YouTube channel, Lisa Loves Love, or send me an email to lisa at lisaloveslove.com to inquire about your own personal reading. Thank you again for joining us and supporting us, and we'll be back with you all next week.